Hey everybody, and welcome to the Vocare Podcast. I'm back, and it's 2020. Um, uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, I'm here with a good friend of mine, uh, my special guest, uh, Brendan Roberts. What's Howdy. Up, Brendan? Hey, Brendan. Um, there's a reason why I brought you in, and I wanted you to be one of the first ones um, on the podcast, is because I haven't done, let's see, the last podcast I did was like 50 minutes, and it was in October, right after we shut the gallery down. Yeah. And so I haven't, I was like, I need to do, I need to do some podcasts. I want to get back into it, but um, just had a lot of stuff going on in life, plus the holidays and all that stuff. And I was like, I'll just hold off. But then I was like, I need to start it up again. And who better to start up than you? Cause you were there at the beginning of the gallery. Yeah, but I was, yeah, but I was, uh, I was, I mean, I wasn't the most helpful, but I was <laughs> hanging out. No, you were, <laughs> I was emotional support. Yeah, no, you were, I remember Cause I remember when I had the idea and I was yeah. kind of tossing the idea around and me and you met up at that peninsula. Era. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, Brian, check this out. Because you're um, one of the reasons why I have you on, because this is an art podcast, but I always like interview creative people, people doing things. Yeah. And um, it's not necessarily like a title that you walk around with by any means, but you're definitely a creative person. Like you do writing, you're entrepreneurs, you do entrepreneurs. Like that's not even a yeah, word. Yeah, you could, you could, no, no, you could put it that way. But you, know? you, uh, you have all these creative thoughts and ideas and you've You've also helped support a lot of things I, uh, that I've put together, and you were there in the beginning. So I was like, that would be great to start off the first podcast because uh, well, it's been. Thank a you while. very much. Yeah, uh, appreciate. It. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I guess I was trying to think about like what what did you what were your thoughts about? All right, let, I'm going to take a step back and we'll just kind of drop. So when when the gallery when I close the doors and it sounds like I'm still not over. I'm actually yeah. I'm just I wanted I feel weird because it's been such a long gap. You yeah, know, so yeah. it's, it's kind of like those things. Just like let's just not talk about it. And I'm like, yeah. well, no, I want to talk it now. now it's finally, time now to I'm talk. like, am I over talking about it? Yeah, um, just, yeah. Um, people still every once in a while ask me. I ran into a, um, a guy who came to the open mic nights. I ran yeah. to him in the library and he was like, hey man, so uh, what happened? And I was like, there's a whole podcast. Never mind. Um, yeah, and so I just told him about it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, uh, it's, it's, I figured it's just better to start off and be like, hey, the gallery closed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a difficult time situation. I kind of knew it was possible, like and it was going to yeah. happen. It was always an eventuality or possible. Eventual, a possibility, yeah. Yeah. like possibility. someone could come in and take the space. And that's if you didn't listen to the last podcast, you can go back and listen. It's like 15 yeah. minutes of me just talking about it um, and how everyone was super bummed. Like everybody's mm-hmm. like, that was such a good space. It sucks that it happened. Um, but at the same time, like it was difficult in the transition because I had things planned and it kind of came up abruptly. Yeah. But that was really the hardest part. Like it wasn't yeah. like a giant, huge dream I had and it just got squashed. It was just uh, it was like a difficult. Like, no, it's the worst work you put in and then yeah. it's just like any yeah you didn't even get to see it uh to filter or done to fruition like, yeah that's exactly. the hard part i'm sure it was well that was that was definitely it was a lot of work um and i still i mean my shed's filled with all the stuff like the sign, yeah, all the stuff sure. like i can't even get the tools back there um because it's packed with stuff so i put a lot of into it but yeah. it was still a great experience and i've always been that kind of a character yeah where it's like um sometimes i just like having um, like rewards or having like this thing is is great and I enjoy that just like everyone else does but yeah. I'm a real big proponent of like life experience yeah, like I course. think if you were like what would you want you want a mansion or do you want to travel I'd always probably pick travel over having a mansion no it's it's the mentality of somebody like a wanderer or somebody who yeah. like you know I guess in a, in a more uh, traditional sense a storyteller somebody who's like you no know, exactly. just lives lives moment to moment exactly uh, person to person you know it's it's uh, also uh, it's also a mentality though that's 
has a hard time fitting in in in, yeah. in current time in the current times basically yeah, it's a little bit of an anomaly but i yeah. think i think a lot of artists are kind of like that so, yes absolutely <clears throat> it's uh, i it's, mean who chooses to do especially if they're trying to do it full time who chooses to do that yeah <laughs> nobody wants not, to it's not gonna it's not always you have a very small chance of coming out on top yeah. as like the next picasso well it's, it's like what do you if you get into art college what's that gonna be is it's still gonna cost you money or if you need a scholarship yeah. like you know there's it's not like a sports it's not like a sports scholarship yeah yeah where you're like a full ride through yale or yeah something. it's not and you're not having i mean you could have a great career and a lot of people do have yeah. great careers after going to school they get like turtlenecks not, they wear yeah. small glasses they got those uh those hats that uh, poets wear I'm yeah like, what are those called um oh you know my only reference like hard reference to that is you ever watch um doug the tv show <laughs> yes, sister? I yes i know doug she was like a beatnik and she had oh the, she was like that beanie thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so that's, that's your only reference. that's your that's reference to, doug. to artists i doug like that funny. though yeah <laughs> uh, no like a stereotypical like um character character mm. of what an artist is but um i don't know I, it was just one of those things like I, I didn't want to go back and talk about the gallery so much but you were definitely a part of it yeah. um in the beginning you helped me out a whole lot because even then like i'm pretty good on i'm pretty good at like social situations mm-hmm. i'm not but yeah well but you had booze you, so that's that, well that was the thing you had wine in the back so it was yeah. like a little liquid courage and help mm-hmm. but for me um i would it was a long period of time and i'm so used to being like super social for you know an hour or two in a group of people i yeah. can do that really well um but then after a period of time like i start to wear down and wear down oh absolutely and you just I, need a break yeah and i think i think it was just like not to be like the cliche of being um introvert extrovert because i never really i don't i mean i get there maybe it's their, like more like sensory overload like kind of like you're just like is. you know i i it's it's something like you're you gotta because with any conversation sometimes you gotta feel out people and yeah. if, i mean if you're trying to be concerted in your efforts instead of just schmoozing them and yeah, just yeah. being like of course i love this work and blah 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 you know if you actually want to make you know concerted effort towards conversation you kind of need to break once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really think that's why, you know, I took up smoking in college was I was just like, you know, I'm going to go out and either meet new people on my little adventure or just get away from my friends. Yeah, yeah. For absolutely. two minutes. Yeah. That was, always, that's, I mean, but that was kind of what I felt like at the gallery. So I may have never been like the perfect gallery, gallerist or whatever it is, um, because it would be like four hours in and be like, okay, have you met to a real gallerist, to a lot though? of people. A gallerist? A gallerist. Like a, like a New York City gallerist? Yeah, yeah. Be that's happy. a real world. Be happy. Be happy you were never one of them. Oh, <laughs> I haven't bought my turtleneck yet. So. Yeah. You um, don't push up on your glasses when you're about to talk. <clears throat> oh, did you ever see that? Did you ever watch oh, It's Always Sunny? Yeah, of course. In the episode where um, Frank is going through and he's just like, garbage, garbage. Yeah. And he's just talking about each bank. I love this. It's Charlie's work. <laughs> yeah. It's just like he's got that wig on. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was such a good episode. Um, very... Uh, but that's apt. That's like a totally it accurate really, description. But that's the problem. It shouldn't be. But yeah. it totally can be. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely. Well, it's it's art has a has a distinct has the same distinct problem everything does is that people ruin it. Like <laughs> it's like Star Wars. Yeah, it, it, everything's ruined. The, I remember there was a somebody asked recently. Like I think it was uh, it was some sort of trivia or, or not trivia, some sort of game. Like what's something or it was a Reddit question? What's something that became popular? What? Oh, so you're grabbing the mic stand. It keeps bumping it. You gotta oh. take your hand off the mic. Then we knock it over. Yeah, I was there because I was watching it spike over. I was like, um, it was like a Reddit subreddit question. Like, uh, what thing became popular and was immediately ruined? And honestly, I just want to say everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of, kind of true. 
Game but Art has that same. I don't know. I think what threw me off is because I found mm-hmm. this out. I found this out like later on down the line with um, a friend of mine who went to art school and did yeah. all that stuff because I was describing him like, here's my art, and I didn't go to school for this. I was no like, I didn't get tr- like officially trained. I have sure. no education, um, but I just like doing art. I like I've done shows. I put mm. my own shows together. I put other people's shows together because it's just natural. I just like to do it, That's but I didn't think that hard about it. You wow, know? I, I envy that. <clears throat> well, I just I was just like, this is I know what I like to do for the most part. And I know what I can do. I know what my yeah. limits are. So I'll just try it, and if it fails, yeah. it fails. I guess that's always how I've been. Yeah. Um, but he said uh, he said I was an he used the term outside artist or an outsider artist. Mm-hmm. I had to Google it. I was like, I don't know. That sounds really... There's two things. It sounds... I think I said this before in a It sounds degrading, but it also sounds super punk rock. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty really cool like with that. Rogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I do it on my own. Yeah, I'm a pirate yeah, artist. Screw the system. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's, not a part of the system. No, that's it. That's kind of, so, I mean, that sounds cliche. Now it's not said out loud. It makes me sound dumb. But I did like that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also missed the whole super pretentious concept when it comes to art mm-hmm. um even now like sometimes i'll see stuff and people are like this is so unique and so amazing and i'm like if i i'd probably appreciate it if i met the artist but just looking at it not knowing who made it sometimes i'm like no i just don't i don't get it yeah i don't get it you know like and that's i think that helped with the gallery because i had to meet the artist and I always wanted to know well, there's who certain was. relevancy that happens or there's like a i guess a relativity that happens in how you judge art like um my sister i think one of the best critiques of uh she's she's in film studies she's uh she was in purchase for film studies mm. and we did, were discussing like we both really love film we love like any type of film uh from every every genre okay but when we discussed age like the age of films okay like um citizen kane is supposedly yeah. one of the greatest films ever yeah i've never seen it well her her point was she's like um it has no relevance in my life because it's from the 30s. So yeah. She's like, I can appreciate some pieces of it, but I don't really You can like, appreciate the art. You can appreciate the art, like the, the technicalities of it. But when it comes to like the feeling and everything, she's like, it doesn't relate to me at all. No. You that's know? that's weird. well. I always thought that about like if you took like oh, see, I can get in some real weird trouble with the art community by saying this, but I'm gonna do it anyway because I really don't just don't care. Yeah. Um, but there's like some old paintings that are, like you know Van Gogh and all these different yeah. things, and I'm like, I get it. Like it's that's amazing, but it's definitely amazing from the time. So if yeah. if I was you know went to Stax in Albany and I saw you know Van Gogh's sunflowers on the wall, I'd be like, man, the art's just okay. Yeah. But wouldn't even think twice about it. But if it was in a museum, you're like, oh, profound. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, but it's still the same thing. And, and there are some timeless things like like Michelangelo, like like the classics. Yeah. Those are timeless just because they were like, they're like Pink Floyd's The Wall. Like if it was written yesterday, you'd oh, yeah. still be like, damn, dude. But like, there are some stuff like that. Yeah, there, there is are, definitely there are some, some pieces things. like that that um, definitely are timeless. I don't know how, you, I don't think anybody who makes a timeless piece thinks it's timeless at the time. No, they're crazy people anyways. Yeah. They're like, you know, like the most eccentric like you know and so i think it's really yeah i, I and so they don't they're just doing they're just doing what they love to and do especially in the 15th century though um i mean you're talking about just after the plague where there was like such a a, a surge in humanities because everyone had witnessed a third of you know a third of europe die yeah and there was all this extra capital there was all this extra like you know there was just this this the surge in patrons the ability to pay for these things suddenly the people who were the outcast crazies yeah. who were like artsy they were like, "All right, I'm gonna draw a big. I'm gonna draw on the ceiling of this church." You know, like, <laughs> I forgot you actually studied middle, mid, medieval studies. Yeah, so you got a little bit of a. Did you do any art stuff with that? No, no, I mean, okay, within reason. Like we did, um, 
we talked about, uh, I was doing monastic studies. So, you know, oh, I got to flip through manuscripts. We, we've talked about that yeah. before, right? Because yeah. I spent like a long period of time of studying the Philokalia. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I, I loved the Philokalia. I was more unfortunately. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that. No, right. it's, I, mean, I don't care. Okay. I'm not one of those. Listen, I am so tired of academia <laughs> with, with pronunci- pronounce like like oh, you're not pronouncing it right or like actually you mean like yeah. you know like. Well, you didn't correct me when I said Van Gogh. And it's not Van Gogh or I whatever. Care. There was a point when I when I was really self conscious. You know, one of those people that's like, I'm in Mensa. Yeah. Like, you know, it's got to be like that. Like, well, I don't think you really mean feudal that way because in England, in the, 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 it's pointless. Um, <laughs> just stop listening. Yeah. Like halfway through, it's, that. It's, yeah. it's just I'm like whatever. Um, the uh, what I studied mostly was just uh, the technical terms. You're dealing with a lot with charters. You're dealing a lot with like all sorts of just documents. Oh, and, okay. um, yeah, yeah. Even though I'm not as learned in, in uh, medieval Latin as I should be. Um, it was more about like uh, you deal with romance art, gothic art, and um, you're dealing with just the transitions between multiple different, um, just the ages. How you can determine what, like it's an archivist's job, basically. Yeah, yeah. How okay. you determine what when how you can date the a transitions. Manuscript. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, like you know, for example, like the Luttrell Psalter. There's like an interesting. It's one of these uh, books that, that there's a uh, it's a manuscript that there's a lot of controversy over because a lot of the art is. Um, in the transition period, roughly in like the 13th century, 14th century, mm-hmm. but it deals a lot in these gothic characters. Like you'll have like a half horse, half man, or like, okay, you know, yeah, like yeah. A, but it's placed into a very, such a unique pers- like position that you actually, it's it, the interpretation. I wish it was more artistic. Yeah, it really. It was more just dissecting it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so that's what I, that was my experience. That's mostly. cool. I mean, you yeah. still got to deal with it. I mean, it's a study beyond what I And I'm going to tell you, it's the most boring ass topic in the world. So, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, the I'm, art part or just medieval in general? I'm not ashamed. You're like, just, so some plague happened, they died, things happened in between, then a plague, listen, I know people, and then they people died. I think that it's a glamorous life to be a history major, <laughs> but it's actually alcoholism you, you and boredom. Me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's not awesome, but yeah, no, I get, I get that. I get that understanding. It's alcoholism. Yeah, at that point. But it's also England, because you studied over in England, yeah, and apparently Wales. their alcoholism is a little bit more... It's it was traditional. <laughs> yeah, was traditional. there was a uh, you know it's you, part of the heritage. You get like you get like seventeen bottles of wine for a class of like twelve people, yeah. and like uh, you know that was our parties because I, I went to the smallest university in Europe too. Nice. And uh, but yeah, it, it like so my my art history is mostly limited to actually like self study. It's something <clears throat> okay. I, it's things I pick up along the yeah. way. You know, um, I deal with uh, I had a keen interest in hunting. Okay, uh, medieval hunting, and there's uh, a few medieval hunting manuscripts. Really, and. Um, Actually, a lot of the artwork and a lot of because they didn't do things the way we do now. Like you know, um, make sure it's double spaced and it's twelve yeah. font times yeah, yeah. new Roman, and you can put anything old thing out there in the world. Yeah. It was like, no, dude, this is on. You know, you only get one shot at this with a that's pen. Right. Yeah, because that's deer hide dried out. Yeah. You know, so like, like your average your average like booklet of how to hunt is like unbelievably beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I know that makes sense. Plus, they can really uh, multiply it. Um, Oh no! When did they start doing that in the fifteen hundreds? Yeah, the Gutenberg press yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's when that that whole thing happened. But yeah, I uh, I enjoy old art. Like I said, I enjoy yeah. like the classics for the most part. Like, but 
I'm very particular. Like I'm, I'm okay with just liking the things that I like, and yeah. whether the old. So I've seen some art like from local artists, and I've been yeah. like, this is really good. Like this stuff I want on my wall. Yeah, actually, a few of the artists that uh, that came in, I couldn't off the top of my head. Oh yeah, no, that's it was fun. ages ago. But a few of the artists that came in, I was really impressed. Yeah, with. and a lot of them. I mean, I had some of them that came from like school. They did studies in art, but a lot of them were just like self study. Like they just, I, actually, I wanted to try. If I this. had money, I would have bought a few. Of them. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I was <laughs> actually too. kind of bummed about that. Was that was kind of the conversation we yeah. always kept having. Like people would be like, oh, I love this. If I had the money, it's like me too, man. Yeah. It's just, um, I get it. Like my, my art's pretty pricey. Um, that's why mm-hmm. I still hold on to, but once you start selling at some prices, you're like, is it a disservice to drop? I and mean, we don't have to talk about her pricing. I have a whole oh, that's, that's, thing about that. that um, and that's, you're dealing in, you're dealing especially in a, um, in an industry that's rife with, uh, with, with, I guess, uh, self-doubt. Yeah. Like, it really is. So the pricing is going to be all over the damn place. All over the place. But it's like self-doubt and, yeah. like, over-pretentiousness, like, combined and oh, clash. Yeah. So it's like, you don't know how... Anyway, I was going to do a whole um, in the future. Uh, yeah. Maybe even this month, I have a few written out. Um, one of the things I wanted to start that I talked about the podcast before um, was doing edu- educational podcasts. But I might yeah. actually do videos and put them up on YouTube, like start a YouTube channel. And just kind of go over some of the basics when it comes to being an amateur outside artist like how to get started mm-hmm. um one of the ones like i think the next the one i might start off which would be episode one on the same platform so if you're like oh this sounds really cool yeah um just pay attention it'll probably come out on this but it'll probably start off as a podcast and maybe move into video i still don't like my face uh, i don't well, like maybe, my face being here, on things. here's a thought just out of uh, immediately for some reason it triggered in my head you know what you'd be good at is um hosting uh, TED Talks version of things with uh, with local artists. Who, I could do that. Who could give advice in way in to other ways? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, that's not a bad idea at all. Because there's, I'm limited in my scope of being like, here's what oh, I look, did. Hang, hang a sheet in the wall. Yeah, boom, yeah. stage. You know, like it doesn't need to be in front of an audience. That's it a good could point. Just be, I could get a laugh track. Yeah, you could. Oh wait, why would they be laughing? I'll just, I'll just be sit bad. there. I'll just get stoned and come hang out. <laughs> like, <laughs> just you in the background giggling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's yeah, like, that wasn't funny. But <laughs> yeah, just let it go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So one of the first ones I want to do is just getting prepared for because right now yeah. it's winter time, especially up here. Art season, like whatever they call gallery season, um, starts in the spring and goes to the summer and yeah. a little bit into the fall. It's, but actually, after the, that, it's actually the same campaign season of the of like Revolutionary <clears throat> War, War era uh, era like combat. Oh, like, right. like they can't the fight campaign the season. Yeah, yes, that's. <laughs> that's uh, I mean, it's kind of true. It's too cold to go out. I mean, you some people still do. I probably should, but I I have a hard time. Even when I was close, when Dude, people ask about I'm, the gallery, I, I, I'm hitting 32 in like a week, and yeah. I don't want to go outside. I love it. I mean, it's beautiful, but. Yeah. It's cold. It's so cold. We live in Albany. Yeah, it's, it's cold. like the border of the tundra. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. It can get that. Well, this this winter's been not as bad. Yeah, but it's always around the corner. Like I think yeah. it gets to like seven this week. Yeah, it's just like that's just too. I'm, I want to be I want to be for the arts and for the artists, but when you have a gallery show in like January, just. God be with you. You feel, you feel like you're in that movie Ironweed or, or in that book Ironweed. I don't know. No, it's, it's a book about, it's a homeless, it's like a book that takes place in Albany, but they're homeless. Really? It's a really good book. I never yeah. even heard about that. Uh, Edward Kennedy, I think his name is. Is it but old? It's it's about the 20s. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's it's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you feel like you're wandering around. Like I, I recently, I, I was like, oh, this coat's not thick enough. And I found one that was like an old like dress coat, yeah, like, yeah. like an old like Jewish banker's coat. Very and good. like, like I'm like, I'm just wearing that. I'm just wearing it to, just, to shovel the driveway. Howdy neighbor in the middle of burn. <laughs> like, <laughs> your briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> stuffed into the snow. It's like, just found that too. <laughs> my straight razor shave. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the only, and that was yeah. another thing people asked her, like, well, I mean, are you going to continue it up, like, when you, in the gallery? And I was like, yeah. man, if I did, 
it sure is not going to be in the winter. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the hardest. Like, that's yeah. the hardest for any business at all. I don't even want to park a car on the streets of Albany in the winter. I don't either. Yeah. I don't want to do that at all. I don't really want to do anything during yeah. the winter. I want to die. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's actually what I want to do. That's it. Um, that's, and that's narrowed it down. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel I feel bad because, well, going back to what I was saying, I wanted to do that episode, um, yeah. and just start building episodes for outside artists, yeah. especially amateurs, ones who are just starting. Um, some tips and tricks, just from what I've seen, what I've done, and like things that I was looking for in the gallery, yeah. and what I assume from talking to other people who have galleries and other people in the industry, what they're looking for as well. Um, once again, I'm not like a super genius, but um, I just want to help people and help help stuff in any way I can. Makes me sound super. Well, no, awesome, no, no, no. It, it, it does. You're not built. You're not you're not coming off like arrogant or anything. Yeah, what, I know what you're what coming off as is somebody who it's that rare spirit which unfortunately gets us into way more trouble than we like. Gets me in trouble. That where you're like or you're like I just want to I want to it's I want to make an impact. Like it's not like a lasting legacy. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I would just, but brother if I'm doing something it better be bettering something. We had that conversation before we hit play of just like why is it I guess just some people have that like I want to I want to put my efforts towards something that are going to make an impact on other people's lives not just kind of waste. Although mm-hmm. like I'll get in like a, a video game stunt and at the end of it, I kind of have like a weird hangover because I'm just like, did I just waste all of my time on this? Yeah, there's there's something to be said, though. Um, I remember there was I follow this guy. Or I used to follow this guy. I don't, I'm not on social media anymore. I will be, though, for my next for for the next. Oh, project. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I was following for a while on Facebook, this guy, Jin and Tacos. And he, he had a big he wrote a whole piece. He was a, he's I forgot. He's an, a uh, professor. But he writes for some magazine. I, I'm not being helpful. I'm not citing anything. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's and I'm fine. very heavily paraphrasing. But he was discussing this one book that he was reading. It's possibly the most depressing book ever. He was saying it's about the apocalypse in okay. Australia, and it follows basically what people people know they're going to die in about two weeks. Okay. And he follows what they do with that time really? and how some people are like you know panicking. Some people just pretend like it's not happening. Yeah. Some people just. You know, they're, they're like trying to make amends. Yeah. But his whole point was, and especially in, in wake of the um, the current climate, like politically, you yeah. know, socioeconomically and all this other stuff, was that he's like, and the looming climate crisis was his big thing, yeah. was he was like, you know, maybe the best way to help <coughs> the wider and help these issues is to first concentrate on helping yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because there's no way... I mean, it's it's that classic, you know, when the oxygen mask falls on the plane. Yeah, you put yours on first. First, yeah, before you help anybody else. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of interesting. Wait, where did we get here? <laughs> what yeah, were we talking uh, about? Now I'm lost. Basically, we were talking about oh, helping others. That's yes. right. Yeah, yeah so the, the, the the drive to help others. The drive to, and I think time. I yeah. think that I think that's important. Um, at least just for. When it comes to, oh, because one of the things I used to talk to people all the time about being in the gallery is yeah. uh, one of the things that someone asked me when I first started, like, well, is it going to be what they call a vanity gallery, where it's just my stuff, where it's just my stuff every month, yeah. just new of my stuff, more me. Um, and I just wasn't into the idea. Number yeah. one, like, I like my stuff. It's cool. But that's going to get super boring. Mm-hmm. And then it's just going to start feeling weird because I get real, I'm, I'm just, I have self-deprecation issues. And so I was like, <laughs> I just didn't want to always be me because i just get really annoyed with me if a i lot. can jump in yeah i had to have this discussion yesterday um with my partners or about my birthday coming up yeah. and how i there she was like you know oh, what do you what do you want um my, my parents want to bring us to a movie and i was like no i don't want it's just like i don't like the idea of anyone celebrating me yeah yeah and it, especially my wishes are the, and when i say i want nothing from everything i mean no acknowledgement yeah i want to be an empty uh, just someone a ghost in the corner yeah. like i don't want anything to do with anything 
And I don't know if that's self-deprecating or if it's that's... totally self. Because I'm the same exact. You can even ask uh, ask my wife about it because um, yeah. on Facebook I'm on there, but I don't. My birthday is not known. I sign off every year <clears throat> on my birthday. I'd just be like, nope. I just don't want because it's just like I don't. Birthdays are number one. Birthdays are weird. Like, yeah. I feel weird about saying this because you should always have something to celebrate and to just be like, it's not worth celebrating. Mm-hmm. It sounds just stupid because you're like, hey, everything has like, just celebrate. What's why you got to be such a jerk I, about you it? Know what it, is? it? It might have been though seeing so many people in my life be like, it's my birthday. It's all about me. Yeah. I think that kind of threw like, me off a little bit. Like, I was like, God, God forbid I ever turn into that. Yeah. I don't want to ever Kill be me that. with a shovel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't. So I keep all that stuff in just because, mm. I mean, on my birthday, I get the normal like text from family. Um, uh, text some from a few friends. Normally, the friends who have birthdays that are real close to mine, like my buddy Travis, his yeah. birthday's two days or a day before mine. Oh wow! And so we both know. I like I know his birthday. He's mm. literally. I don't know what your birthday. I don't know anyone's birthday other than my wife's. Uh, I don't know my partners. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I, yeah, have to look, saying, I have like, to I look it up. And I feel bad because people are like because yeah. I I know normal people like birthdays are important (laughs) but for me i'm just like i ignore my own maybe it's a little narcissistic of me that i'm like birthdays aren't important to me so none of you are allowed to have one (laughs) that's that's kind of what i'm going like i don't care about your birthday i I don't care about mine i'm not going to care about yours so to be completely honest yeah but uh i don't i I think i think oh one of the things people are asking is because i didn't want to do a vanity gallery i want to have other people in um because i thought that'd be more interesting it would also draw a larger crowd it would kind of get the arts pumping Mm -hmm. but also and i've said this so many times on this podcast is where i just really wanted to amp up the arts community in albany just because there's part of me it's like there's a ton of great artists here yeah and there's not really a lot of space um to do art and to kind of push it well albany's a weird place too albany is a really weird place um it's right in the middle between two big art hubs um hudson valley which everyone from the city comes up to hudson valley to get like upstate art and then saratoga has its own like art scene and it's kind of prestigious we we have that nice mix of like urban art and like um but it's also like for those who who, i mean i think most listeners right now are from albany probably but outside listeners who don't understand albany it's you think you're talking about a almost suburban city. Yeah. It's, it's very compact in small places, but in between, I mean, there's gardens, there's overgrown stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. it's and it's very small, but very, uh, I don't know how to describe I used, it. I used to say when we first yeah. moved up here, I liked it because it felt, I never lived in a city that felt old and the yeah. city feels super old. Like I've lived in Houston, I lived in San Antonio. I've Do lived you remember up, my apartment on Eagle street? That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was insane. That's what I'm old. saying. Like I remember I, when yeah. we first got up here, I was like, this place is old, but it's not like New York city where it's yeah. so big. You can't wrap your mind around. Like, yeah. I, I still don't you understand. You can walk from one part of Albany to the next to the in like other. two hours. Yeah. And there's actually like neighborhoods within it, but they're yeah. still so small that you'll see people downtown go up. But you know what we also have that's, that most places don't anymore is because we're a semi-impoverished, like a, a very just, just um, how do I put, a, a diverse yeah, it's semi-impoverished. Extremely. And also we're kind of like the place where all the kind of freaks go. Like we're all like the leftovers. Really? I kind of wanted Albany to be kind of the Austin um, b- before Austin. Well, not we, like the keep Austin weird Austin oh, before hipster, it got super hipster, cool. Hipster what Austin? No, no, no. Not yeah. before the hipster Austin. Where it was just like forty year old hippies, like that kind of Austin. Keep, it, keep Portland weird hipsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they did that with Albany, I was like, I gotta leave this place. But they never did it really well. Like, no, they it's didn't. never been. And I don't know if it can because it's. I think it's just a weird. No, because Albany's too weird. Also, here's the thing. Yeah. I also think Albany is a, it's a little bit more rough around the edges for it to be super hipstery cool. It is, but what cracks me up, and I, I mentioned this, I, I think I told you this story, is when I was moving down from uh, Gilderland, which is a, uh, 
It's a it's an it's a more suburb it's a suburban white bread neighborhood. Okay, honest. yeah, yeah. And uh, I always hated that place. And um, I hate Hillerland. That's okay. No one listening to this is from Gilderland. If they are, I get <laughs> the out. Mayor Gilderland's yeah. like, how dare he? If you if you if you are there, leave now. Bad press. I don't mind it. It's you know I don't it's ever go boring. there. Well, I mean, <laughs> Maybe that's why the I don't only mind thing it. you can do there they don't they, there's nothing to do there but go bowling, eat parm, and do heroin. That's all there is. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good combo. If I mean, you do you, all, you know, three all three in one once, night. Yeah, that's yeah. a great night. That's a great. <laughs> but I was like, like it's separate. Like, there's you know, growing. I don't up, know if it's the heroin or the porn, but this bowling's growing really up fun. There, it's like um, I have an example. I, I, I have a funny story about. So my mom's from Duanesburg. Okay, and yeah, yeah. so it's, it's on the outskirts, and uh, it's in the, and she she brings every time we drive through, she's got to give the death tour. She's what? like the death tour. It's called I call it because she'll be like, "That's where Tommy Two Toes <laughs> swung onto into a ravine and died and bashed his head in, and then this is where two kids shot each other with shotguns." Because blah blah blah. And I'm like, put a fucking arcade in this goddamn town. <laughs> Can't you just put like a, a, a pinball machine <laughs> or something like, to keep these one. kids from dying? Yeah. And it's like this. That's the that's the this, that's rural America. Yeah, yeah. It's like do something to give. Get, put a, a dance hall, like you know, like one of those old school dance halls. <laughs> yeah. Or anything. It's just something. Let's give like a gazebo a, that's a barn. Yeah, give them a soccer ball and don't stand there yelling at them. You know, to, to, you know gah, gah, get the ball. Get the ball out of my yard. Yeah. You're ruining the droniums. Um, so I moved down and across, down the way, um, or right across around the corner down uh, Hill Street. Oh, this is when you moved to, into yeah, downtown. The first, about the day before I moved, somebody got shot there. Yeah. yeah. And my grandmother, you know, everyone's like, oh my, like, oh my God, it's so dangerous. And I'm like, you, I work there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, they knew each other. Yeah, yeah, that's not random. If they saw me, means. they would have been like, shh, they kept driving. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's the weirdest community because I trust the community neatly. Like, it's really, uh, even the criminal aspects aren't that criminal. They're not that criminal. I mean, I say that. I like to think yeah. that. I don't I don't think they are. I mean, I don't know. It's not. Really, I really don't know. It's, if it's, but I assume the it's The community not. is so strong that it overrides really all the cons I of think it. so too man I'm gonna be honest like even where I live it's yeah. a little bit I shouldn't I probably shouldn't say this whatever it doesn't matter um, yeah. I'm on the south side of Albany which is not bad it's like a weird old yeah. Italian place it's really diverse over here I see like a cop once a month over here and everything's fine like, yeah. it's not like we're like we all kind of just govern ourselves we, well, got, um, we got a guy who lives like two houses down he does construction on every house within a four block he's the yeah. only one they hire so he's like the construction guy you know like everyone yeah. has as their thing and it's just a really weird community and Albany's always been that like communities everyone knows who each other is yeah, and it's listen even the, the the most uptight upstanding citizen knows the lowliest citizen know, and we all hate the kids from Long Island who go to SUNY that's like that's, that's what it's all about we're all, we're all uh, joined together in unity over hatred so, of some yeah, exactly we don't it's and it's the idea of gentrification pisses everyone off but the people from the city who come up here and do it yeah you know like it's it hasn't really happened have you noticed it that? failed it failed actually exactly. I'm actually kind of proud of that. Like, I'm not personally, but <clears throat> like as a community, yeah. I know that I know I don't really hold. I was discussing earlier nationalism or like yeah, the yeah. idea of like being too attached to something, but I, I kind of hold that prideful that like Albany gentrification really sucks. Like it, it didn't do it well. It didn't do well. Here's my Van, have, uh, what's it Van um, over near the cathedral there, uh, the Tenbrook Tenbrook. Uh, I don't know what that is. You know the is that a street? You're talking about the street? Tenbrook over near uh, in Arbor Hill. Yeah, yeah, they would try to gentrify that when I, I was saw leaving. That. They had a bunch of uh, new housing over there yeah. and stuff like that. I but, mean, I don't. Was that gentrification or is that just? I guess no, it was. Is. Yeah. yeah. I always thought of gentrification like taking an old warehouse where people did crack and turning it into a hipster coffee shop. That's kind of what I thought gentrification because people could have said the same thing. Well, I don't know if you could have said the same thing about the gallery. 
I don't know it, if it, it was used the to same. Be. I'll tell you that what I was witnessing, because um, I was at the epicenter of, of, of hipster gentrification crap downstate mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. And what they're doing now and what they're doing now, for example, down downtown, like over next to the Old English pub is they're doing these like mini communities. They're like like uh, condominiums, basically. OK, yeah, yeah. But they're like almost like a gated community because there's within itself. Because yeah. there's, there's shopping places in there. There's coffee places. Yeah. It's like you don't need to see the poverty. Yeah. It's OK. You <laughs> can you just stay in this area. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was there was kids. Uh, I, I visited a friend who was running running a bar down there uh, a couple of years ago and uh, he was saying how like there's the same guy keeps getting picked up like right where that is across yeah, yeah. the street in the um, busted depot kept having a heroin overdose and they'd have to pick up somebody weekly. <clears throat> oh wow! And I'm like, I'm like, that's almost like I would, I would love to see the reaction of people you know with their kids being like, I think we'll just you know just quick quickly get in the car get in the car and some guys like dying. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's I don't want that. you don't want that. You don't want that. I know what you're saying though. Yeah, I know like the um. Being able, to, and I think, oh, coming back to art, so yeah. this is art. That's one of the great things about art in itself. Yeah. Is like I always enjoyed is being able to take reality, like harsh reality. Because yeah, man, part of me, part of me, kind of has that. Like everybody's getting soft nowadays. Um, I am too. Like I'm pretty yeah. soft. Uh, but to see reality, like that's why I kind of like Albany. I don't like the fact that there is poverty in Albany. No, nobody. No one not, wants. No. That. Okay. Let's let's let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We, what I'm saying. What we're saying is <laughs> insane. Brendan hates poor people. Yeah, I, I hate poor people and want to watch heroin addicts die in front of people's <laughs> yeah, children. That's, what I was that's not. What, that's I, I have an elaborate fantasy though. Um, oh, when God. I was working in the restaurant industry, and I was a chef, and where I was working, everyone would come in like lists, like, hey, like, hey, uh, you know, I'm allergic to nine things. And I want my burger, all my burgers well done, and I need it done by in 10 minutes yeah. of walking out into the main room and then slitting my own throat all over their food, and so they never go out to eat again. Very dramatic. It, it's it, There's your art piece. That, that, exactly. <laughs> but see, that's kind of my point is um, a lot of times, and it's yeah. always made me, always threw me off because I would see like... I mean, I'm trying not to go into like some weird political class stuff, but use it like yeah. uppity lofts in the city. And then there's this giant art piece of like human yeah. depravity. And you're like, I get it what you're trying to be in touch, but like, it, th- I guess that's a good effort. You know, it like, is, is that it, a good it's, effort? It's hard you know? because like, when I see, um, it's almost like when, 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 uh, entitled white ass kids were like, Hey, retweet, like, this is America. Like that, that Donald Glover oh, uh, yeah, yeah. or the childish Gambino. They're like, let's, let's hear some more child, some more, uh, you know, this is America. And I'm like, you're the problem. You douchebags. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. funny. Your um, parents are doing it. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I don't know. I think that's kind of, I mean, going Donald Glover, that was yeah. a great art piece in itself. Like that was I, fantastic. It. I thought it was great. Um, I just, I enjoy the fact that like art has an ability to, I guess it's kind of the Trojan horse of everything. Maybe that's what we're going to. Maybe yeah. that's the journey we're on in this conversation. Yeah. Cause art can be the Trojan horse where people are like, this song is great and it means so much while they, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's the same thing I get when people are like, uh, technology's ruining everything. Tweet. You know, yeah. it's like you're on yeah. your iPhone. Like my, my, my whole spiel about, uh, let's tweet about black mirror episodes. Oh yeah. yeah. Dumb <laughs> assholes. Like, that is a black mirror episode. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. And so that, that whole thing, I think art maybe has the ability to cross boundaries in that way. Yeah. And be kind of a Trojan horse and get into, because yeah. like I just sounds like it sounds, 
dumb and pretentious of being like having uppity loft in, in the city yeah. and then you have this giant piece of human tragedy it doesn't mean they can't experience that or understand it it just means at least there's some aspect of humanity of reality inside their realm of it is it's, it's tough so that's a that's a tough, i try to give people the benefit of it i, I try to but i am always worried now too about um and i discuss this uh very often uh with my therapist actually yeah, you know, yeah. um she mentioned um like uh what's it uh, uh the, the, the whole thing about porn, like how they do like torture porn mm-hmm. or like, you know, they'll watch like murder porn yeah yeah or like, and especially like uh poverty porn and like things like that. There's like a whole something like food porn. Like yeah. That it's kind of, of the same yeah. kind of thing where we're just like faint. It's, I'm thinking it's my, whole totally spiel against, it's my whole spiel against the handmaid's tale. And it's not because it's not because there's a, the message is extremely relevant, but after a while it's just masochistic oh, okay. to watch it. You're like, Oh yeah. Never I, saw it. Oh yeah. You get oppressed like that. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, you know, it's disturbing <laughs> to me how people. But that's how people. I, I don't. I like to talk about just a little sub note. I will talk about things that will make you uncomfortable. But I'm fine. Are probably that. true. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. That's yeah. why I had you on, man. I wouldn't I have you on that. if it wasn't for an interesting conversation. But that's. But that's the <clears> one thing I worry about whenever whenever uh, you write something that's like about human tragedy or human depravity yeah. is if somebody's just like, oh yeah, this is great. Yeah, yeah. let me or, s- let me see more. Well, people always had that that concept. Yeah. Like, your exact thing you're talking about. People w- would always point that out of being like um using trying to relate to something through a a sympathetic view instead of an empathetic like being able to like see it like seeing tragedy from outside a window um is totally different than being a part of it but you still feel like i'm a part of this tragedy even though you're not in it you know like i guess that's kind Um, of a weird there's no there's a lot of stuff like that i have a a story slash metaphor for this is that uh, i grew up with i said crazy people and um my mom would uh drive as she'd drive, like, uh, we, we, she drove my family through Skahari. Remember Skahari flooded? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't remember that. Oh, it was I know thing, where it is. It was a thing. Skahari flooded. It's like a local town. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, little, it's a little podunk town in, okay. in, in upstate New York. Well, it flooded, and it was like, you know, a catastrophe. It was like all these houses. Well, she's driving through it going, oh, my God, like wanting everyone. She needs everyone around her to be like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, get out and help. Yeah, yeah. Or shut up. Yeah. Like, or, or uh, was it my, I was, I was, they thought I was a sociopath because uh, after 9-11, they had the, uh, the telethon. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, we're going to take donations. And I, and my mom's like, we all got to watch it. I was like, no, I don't. Well, if you're not going to give, what's the point yeah, of Yeah, I'm like, I and she's know. like, you, you need to support with your, with your thoughts, heart and mind. I was like, no, I don't. It's a horrible thing. You can, so no, yeah. no, no, no. I understand. I totally you, they're, they're two understand what you're doing. I have yeah. no money. I'm, th- I'm what? Yeah. Thirteen. <laughs> like I'm not giving. I, I don't have any cash. I want to buy cigarettes. <laughs> like, like uh, that's all I have. I want to buy them cigarettes. I'm not gonna phone <laughs> into Fred Durst. You know, like. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I'll go oh. help clean up though. If you drive my ass down. Yeah. I think um, we need. Let's continue this conversation. Um, let's take a break. I want to come back right to this point. Yeah. Matter of fact, I probably should write down because this is this is kind of the meat and potatoes of of dealing with sympathy versus empathy. Yeah. Well, dealing yeah. with with the meaning of art and uh, and the impact art can can yeah. do like that's kind of yeah. what i want to point out um but probably we probably need to trace back our steps before we sound really awful <laughs> but yeah, I'm now going, that i'm, I'm thinking about this way. i'm like i didn't write any times down to edit yeah, <laughs> like, we'll uh-oh. Figure it out. let's cut the whole end out <laughs> anyway yeah let's take a break we'll be right back all right all right and we're back um so I want to jump back um, where we were talking about before because I probably we probably should spend some time on that because it's a pretty big concept and I think the empathy versus sympathy structure mm-hmm. and when we were talking about it we probably have some built up or at least not built up we already have like our own preconceived 
things in our head that we're thinking of, like good examples. Like when I said like the mm-hmm. pretentious New York loft with the tragedy, like that yeah. thing, like there's a picture of somebody like when, when I say rich person, you think of like the monopoly guy and he's yeah. on the board and he's like, get out of jail free. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, no. Um, I think I think what it comes down to is is me and you have had this conversation mm-hmm. um, a lot in in previous times is we're we're actually pretty empathetic people mm-hmm. um, and we we enjoy I just I, I like to care about people and I like to mm-hmm. see I like to see people go far and I don't want to one of the bad things that um, I can do is I can uh, disregard like keep people out like I can mm-hmm. keep people like if you don't meet a certain criteria I don't want you to just, you know I don't want you to go far and I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have that a lot but when I when I say stuff like that like the rich person aloft with the the mm-hmm. painting of human tragedy it sounds like I've created an enemy of this person mm-hmm. when I don't like I and I'm I'm I at least am trying to be like no that person has their own experiences they actually have had no one escapes well, tragedy a human, a human yeah, and no yeah. one actually escapes tragedy so even there are truth truth is mm-hmm. um you can be on one side of the glass see something mm-hmm. and be like oh i want to feel something i like what we're talking about like i want to send thoughts and prayers like i want to be attached to this mm-hmm. but i want to be too close i don't actually think that's bad i just think given to given to your own given it what's the word i'm thinking of given to your own um just and no one wants to be in tragedy and say like, say I was on the other side, I was on the tragedy mm-hmm. glass of the window and you were not. And you were looking at me through the mm-hmm. window going like, Oh, thoughts and prayers. Like I feel for them, but you're not actually on this side. I don't, no one on this side wants you to be on this side, Yeah, you know, and no one wants to be on that side, but being, and I think that's the kind of the part of the artist. I don't know. I mean, maybe some people I, do. I actually think you're, what you're discussing is something a little bit deeper. Maybe um, I am. It's, it's, I think it's, I believe it's like a societal. So uh, people talk about, for example, uh, you know how America America was built on sacrifice, yeah. like sacrifices of others, and or even just strife, like strife, like civil civil strife, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, civil rights strife, and you know just just death and, and all these things, and people really giving sacrifice towards something. Um, I kind of think there is a disqualifying factor if you've never really sacrificed, and I think that's yeah. a, but that's but that's a cult, I think so, but that's a thing that's a that's a very uh, Christian Western Western culture thing of ours. Okay. Suff, suffering and sacrifice are 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 pretty built into uh, philosophy the, and they, they are in the, in the almost Western an culture. indicator of humanity. Like if you haven't I su- suffered, but that being said, that's a cultural thing. That's like a weird social yeah. structure thing. Um, but that is something that we experience. Cause, I mean, I feel the same way. Yeah. I'm almost like I mean. Um, I had a numeral experiences, especially living in uh, pretentious, you know, the, the richest, the richest county on the planet, you know, downstate. Yeah. And I had the experience consistently of being like told off by people who I'm like, you've never done a hard day's work in your damn life. Yeah, so yeah. like, like, what are you talking about? And so I, I think that's an, that's an American issue more than anything. it might be, it might it really, be. Or, or at least a, a Western, a Western, Western issue. One. Yeah. But um, it's, but it is something that's, that's worth considering. Like, do you want? It's almost like that movie, uh, except for the gift shop Banksy did. Yeah, yeah. I very much like that movie, and I like his mentality that he starts to that he doesn't want you know the rich socialites to have his mm-hmm. art. He wants it to be a statement. Yeah. Um, but when he shreds his picture when it's sold in auction, like that happened that one time. Yeah, that that was recent. That wasn't a part of the documentary, though, was it? No, 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 that wasn't. But that was. Uh, but his art is that that increased in value. I know. And so. It Again, always turns just itself like in movie, on. It's yeah. like who's the joke really on? Yeah, who is it on? Uh, I actually, I think it was. It wasn't that movie, but there was another side one. The guy, I guess, who was working on that film as a videographer. There was another movie 
um, where he liked what Banksy was doing, and he was like, I can do this. No, it, it was the same movie. Was it the same yeah, movie? It was, part, it was a subsection as he started doing uh, On his street own. art. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, I had some real issues with that, because at one point in time, he's like, I got this big gallery, and I've done this art, and there were printouts. Like yeah. he, he, but he also, like, he had an image that was like Marilyn Monroe or whatever, yeah. and he went Andy Warhol with it. But then he, had, he hired a bunch of guys, like graphic designers, to come in and just change the colors, and he's like, we'll make a bunch of these different yeah. ones. It wasn't actually, like, yeah, it's art, but you really, you're just manufacturing a product. And then yeah. I remember, I might have this totally wrong, but it used to bug me, um, because I remember in the, like, he that fell off. frustrating. A, I don't know. He frustrated me. And this is like going back, like I want, he's an artist. I should care about other artists, but I'm having like this hard connection with him. Mm -hmm. Like I'm having a hard time um, really relating to him because I remember at the beginning, he had this art show coming up and he said for the first 140 people or whatever number Mm -hmm. comes through, I'm going to give them an original piece of work, like just give you. And I was like, that's a cool concept. Um, But when he did it, he was like, it's original. So they print out all these different prints of art. Yeah, Yeah, he went by, he was in a wheelchair because he fell and broke his leg. He just went by splattering it. I was like, that's, well, there's, that's not the same thing. I just, it's just not in my head. And I might just be like super pretended, but just, it just hit my heart and I was like, this is, I don't feel for this. it's, It's because something that really drove me crazy for a long time, especially, um, like you said, downstate, when I was living there, I, I had this horrible experience downstate where I, and, uh, just for the record, I was running a bar. I was basically, um, ingrained in a society that I did not understand. It was a very entitled society. And, um, what I had to deal with consistently were their, tr- was the trust fund spawn. Yeah. The kids. And it wouldn't have bothered me. Like some of them, obviously I met some of the coolest people there who are, you know, the same in the same ilk. But what bothered me was essentially um, I would have to deal with consistently artists, I'm putting quotation marks, technically perfect, you know, people getting involved in things that they had no business being in because they had infinite plan Bs. Okay, yeah. Like uh, I I was dealing with a girl who was running this bar, the the bar when I first got there, uh, complete sociopath. She, uh, and I'm saying that literally, she was a sociopath. But she... uh, she was a, she, I'm a self-described singer-songwriter. By the way, pretty good, yeah, but, yeah. but no feeling. Yeah, Again. okay. Um, parents sent her to CIA to be a chef, and then immediately, you know, was running a bar and was like, I'm a craft beer genius, and like yeah. marketing herself, and it always bothered the crap out of me because I'm like, you know, I actually know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I went through boot camp, you know, and it's yeah. like, and it's, 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 uh, how do you kill that? Cause it's obviously not something to be proud of. Like it is not saying, yeah. not saying you saying that it's not something to be proud of. I'm saying like that feeling. Cause what does it really matter it's, as you as a person it's because versus her as a person? It be, I think it's also because, um, and I think Patton Oswalt has a great, um, comedy skit about this. He talks about, uh, how, uh, who do you think, who's the bad guy? Basically, yeah. he, he gives two examples, especially regarding um, identity politics and the LGBT community. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I want to talk to you. Who's the bad guy? And he gives an example of some guy who's like, well, you know, I'm a heteronormative conformist and yeah. blah, 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 and knows all the words. And the other guy was like, well, if two gays want to get married and I don't really care, you know, blah, 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 and using all the wrong, not all, all the wrong words. words. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, who's the evil one? That's interesting. That's real interesting. Because these things are havens where you have an empathat where, unfortunately, and this is just true of society and of the larger scope of humanity, is that where empaths exist is a very strong haven for predators. Yeah, okay, I see that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it puts people off. Once you get one or two of them, you realize how damaging they are. Yeah. It tends to put you off of it a little. Maybe that's it. Do you think that happens in the art world a lot? Because, oh, I mean, yeah. you have to, like, art, art. 
artists in, in all genres, but I'm, I'm normally talking mm. about like painting and, and visual yeah. arts. Um, they're pretty, from what I could tell, they're very empathetic. Like yes. they're, they're very um, in tune with like how other people say. I mean, one of the reasons why it's so mm. difficult to be an artist is because you're doing these things that you want to do and that you think will help and encourage, mm. but then you're also putting it out in front of people. Um, and then you're like, how do they feel about it? And I've had artists be like, they put it up there and they didn't think they got a good response. And then yeah. they felt, they thought it was good. And now it's a bad piece of art just because they felt like they, other people thought wasn't as good as they did mm-hmm. and it's when the art didn't change you didn't change mm-hmm. just a slight opinion or a feeling of, of how other people perceived it altered how you felt about this one well, piece of art unfortunately empathy is often born of the same things that draw the bad stuff to it yeah that's probably true it's yeah. i mean who who can, <clears throat> I mean, probably who can truly true. be an artist without struggle yeah that's a that's the that's a hard one that's, that's i mean I'm, I'm not saying that that's that's a real question i'm posing no that's a, like yeah. a trope like that's yeah. a constant thing like starving artists like that's a that's yeah. definitely a thing could you can like um i knew people who were in the you know the 30 year old boomer memes or whatever yeah, yeah that were like that are like that that um they're from that uh generational whatever it would be they are obsessed with the idea that unless you sat there drinking PBR in an abandoned warehouse like a gutter punk yeah. and, you know, went through an addiction issue and 10 other steps that really and like were homeless in L.A. for a month. Yeah. Unless you did that, you're not part of the cool crew. Yeah. And they're almost they're, they're twice as pretentious as the as pretentious people. It's like it's a horrible. See, that's where it comes into like cause yeah. everyone has a preconceived notion of what like a real artist is. Mm-hmm. But that that's such it's not it's not an absolute truth by any means. No, not and, at all. and the characters of people. And that's kind of where when it comes to like especially because that deep seated deep down inside like the pretentious like trust fund be like you had all these options plans be playing oh, why am i should, by the way this? that shouldn't be a disqualifier it's not and it that's shouldn't what I'm it yeah. shouldn't but in somewhere inside you you've just dealt with like at least experience something of real life to be able to tell me like what real life looks like yeah. you know in a piece of artwork but at the same time it's like but the experience is so but is, but, fluid you know like they yeah, could, but is it but is it like you know when you see someone for me it's it's having to have worked for so many dickhead bosses who I'm like, you have no experience in this, and you just had the passion to open a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Having done that, you get you get a little PTSD. No, no, yeah, I totally and, understand and that. And so, yeah, like, yeah. when you meet someone like that, and you go, you know, after a while, you start to get into your own head that you're like, oh, you're one of those the moment you meet someone. Yeah. And you might be right about 80% of the time. 80%. But that's but that totally omits the, the 20%, because all humans suck, yeah, yeah. in my view. No, it's... You're, yeah, you're, you're pretty spot on. I mean, not yeah. everyone has something to suck yeah. at or, yeah. su- you know, so it's, I understand Oh, no, that. 80% of humans are awful. But it's yeah. okay. <laughs> um, I'm, let's just say that, like, you know, you're you're really missing out on some of the better, like, it's, it's, it's like when people talk about, like, oh, they're like a TV show comes out and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's so expensive and ritzy and all those other things. And it's like, and... Everyone has something to say about it. Everyone yeah. has something to say about something. You're really missing out on some of the good stuff. Like even I know you don't like uh, what's it? The Last Jedi. No, I love the Last Jedi. Oh, you like? Wait, the, which one? That was the second one. Yeah, I didn't like the you Last didn't like Jedi. The, That's right. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I absolutely loved that movie from a purely artsy standpoint. But I get that's, that, but I that's that. not. That's me. I understand. It's just yeah. like you take something, and this is what yeah. everyone's thing was like. That's my childhood, and you pissed all over yeah. it. And it's like. Uh, 
it wasn't it was a part of like yeah. these are characters that i fall in love with that i'm really and for yeah. you to just toss them around like that like well that's a that makes me mad i'm you such know? a huge film person yeah that i take every film individually but that's my way but i missed it. out yeah. on the good parts of that movie because i was attached to one single bad and part. i missed all the bad parts of the last of the force of the force awakens because i thought it was the stupidest fucking movie i've ever seen in my life <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah i liked it i liked the see force but awakens. i missed out on it <clears throat> yeah. because of our preconceived notions. i know and so i think that yeah you're right so Man, we actually covered uh, some pretty deep stuff if you think about it, because that yeah. is a that's that is the art world, man. Yeah. Like preconceived concepts, and I, I used to feel that way all the time, especially being an outside artist. Especially yeah. when in the gallery, people come in and be like, "Oh, this is a great guy. You're doing a great job. Where did you go to school at?" And I'm yeah. like, "I'm an imposter, bro. Like I didn't do well, that. You got you got you have, you have like inadvertent <clears throat> imposter syndrome. I have it all the time <laughs> for everything I do. Like literally everything I do. I, I, I believe, feel like I shouldn't me, be here doing. I believe it. I'm jury rigging everything. <clears throat> yeah. I, somehow I just feel like I got somehow tricked everyone in to wait. Do you ever feel like people are like, uh, "Here's the bigger question." No. Is if you do something good, do you ever and people are like, "Wow, that's amazing." Do you ever feel like they're being patronizing? Oh, like like when someone's like, "I build stuff at my," I have a, like a Fallout Four settlement build happening at my my house, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and my partner's parents will come over and be like, "Wow, that's so amazing! That's so special!" And I'm Just going, I'm, I'm like sweating. I'm like, they think I'm, she, I'm she, a child. <laughs> yeah. is, is, is she? Did, what, what does she mean by special? Like, yes. you know, like <laughs> no, no, I totally, I have that. I have yeah. it. Um, I used to tell this to somebody. Uh, I don't remember who else. Maybe I said it on the podcast or not. But one of the things that used to, would always throw me off, but I think it's my yeah. personality trait. If anytime someone came up and was overly flattery, like they're oh, like, I "Hey, you did that. such a good job, and you're doing so great yeah. here," I automatically get extremely suspicious because no one should be that generous with their. It's like if somebody says, "You know, I love you," right? And you're like, "You're breaking up with me." <laughs> it's like I've got, I got real. If someone comes up and they're just really like, yeah. I, there's something about that 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 tugs my soul, going like, "Keep your distance." Yeah. And I used to say like, "Flattery is the tool of the devil." Like that thing bugs me. And then here I had a gallery, and I did it to every well, artist. I, <laughs> I was like, "These are." I, I, have, I mean, it was yeah. genuine. It wasn't fake. Oh, but. I have endless discussions about platitudes with the therapist. Yeah. Like you know how it would be like you know it'd be really nice. Like we discussed my career options for me. Like, yeah. like what, what can I do? Because my, I, I'm like, I would love to help people, but the biggest problem with any human based industry is people. Yeah. Because they like, they ruin it. Yeah. Like, so, you know, it's people who are, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather someone be, uh, just direct. Mm-hmm. Like if they, if I was a doctor, right, they came in and I helped them. I don't want to thank you and I don't want any acknowledgement, but I certainly don't want ingratitude. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to go, Thanks. Yeah. Sign the paperwork and get out of my way. And we all acknowledge, we all respect and acknowledge the fact that good thing done, mm-hmm. no problem. Yeah, I think it's just not your love language, man. I yeah. don't think that I is. I can't do it. This is not who I am. It never was one of mine. Although I'm realizing now the older I get, the more I can appreciate <coughs> if something happens. Yeah. And almost, because I don't, oh, this sounds bad. I almost said I don't get compliments very often. I don't. Um, aw. And aw. <laughs> sounds like I'm fishing for them now. Yeah. See, be suspicious now of me. Now I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> so now it's like it's like when you post on Facebook, like, had a really hard day, and yeah. then just leave it, and people are like, oh, what happened? And you never respond back. Yeah. Like, yeah. those kind of people. That bugs the crap out of me, dude. It's just, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting real deep. It irritates me when people fish for stuff like that. So I'm trying not to. But I don't, when someone would say something like, hey, when I did close the gallery, I had one of the um, one of the artists come by um, to collect collect his work, and uh, mm-hmm. he, I mean, my wife was in the room. We were just, it was a stressful day, like we we're closing yeah. everything up, and he just said, "Hey, man, um, what you did, and it was just, it was out of nowhere. Like he just, mm-hmm. hey, man, what you did here was a really cool thing, and I enjoyed all of it, and it was really cool to see somebody yeah. try to help the, and just like just really 
gave me a bunch of compliments. Yeah. And I, I don't accept those very well. I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, I appreciate that. And it was very cordial. But I told, I, was like, I told my wife after he left, I was like, that was, I needed that. Like, I needed, yeah. I needed that. Um, every once in a while, you kind of, even if I, I wasn't suspicious of him because I already, I know him. You yeah. know, like, I, um, I've known him for a little bit. So, it's not like it was a stranger coming up and being like, yeah. if a stranger walked in and they were like, this gallery is amazing, this art's amazing, you are the most amazing, and then I'd be like, no, you need to get out. Like, there's yeah. something wrong here. There's, you, we're, I'm calling the police. Yeah, I'm calling <laughs> the police. <laughs> get your hands off that wine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so I think, I don't even know where we got with that, but I think um, when, it comes to, when it comes to doing art, we all do have those preconceived notions. And I'm, yeah. I try, like I try not, to, and especially I know every walk of life, no matter trust fund, not trust fund, pretentious, rich, whatever, there's always an aspect of like humanity that always creeps in like there's yeah. always a tragedy that's on the doorstep you yeah. might be able to soften the the pack you might be able to soften blows well especially yeah. with finances they do tend to soften blows but well it actually works it actually in. works in favor for like for example um the musical like uh classical musical arts like uh when you deal with like people who play cello or yeah. like, things like that to live in the city and to work like you can eventually make good money yeah and, and you can you be can, a good artist and, and it doesn't even take art it's it, sometimes very just technical it's oh, something yeah. just beautiful but you you have so many options in that case, the well-off actually—that's almost you almost have to be. You have to, yeah. And and it's, it sucks, but what you get from it is technically perfect people yeah. at what they do. And see, I'm not—I uh, used to—they used to bug me too because I was in yeah. band in high school, and I I could always tell when um when the the kids who did well they were in sports, all their equipment mm. was like bought for them. Parents had no issues. Like if you were going to play the saxophone, yeah. um, your parents bought and bought the saxophone that you got to take home. But mm. if you were poor, you had to like borrow it from the school and you only got time and you didn't, parents yeah. couldn't pay for a tutor. So you automatically had like this and people rack on that about being such an American, like if you got wealth and prestige, you're automatically ahead of the game. And I was like, I get it. But what if the game isn't always having to be the best? And I, I was, we didn't have a lot of money and I had an old saxophone mm-hmm. and I played. Um, and while I wasn't technical, I could really play. And that's, I could play by ear real well. And I played yeah. in like church and I just learned how because I didn't have a tutor to teach me how to play mm-hmm. jazz by music. And what I was getting to the point is like, Okay, yeah. So we live in the West, and there's definitely like this weird, like, you got a head start, everything's made easy, so you can achieve more than that. But there's certain things you can't achieve. And like, mm. it, you can be technical with all the tutors, doesn't mean you're going to be a good, you know, blues player. Well, there's, you always, know, like, there's some pain, there's some look, struggle in that, it makes you a good artist in a totally different genre. Yeah, we, we have, to, I mean, there's something then we need to talk about, which we're going to get, we're going to go off. I'm oh, gonna no. Go, I'm going to go off topic a little I might have to pull it back. No, no, it's just, you, you're talking about essentially there is a karmic value to the universe. There is like, there is something <clears throat> like at the end of the day, yeah, those like, you know, that you, everyone knows that guy, we're, we're in our thirties. Yeah. Everyone knows that, that dude who, who didn't take any chances. He grew, you know, he, yeah. he had his family, he has Ford truck. He's like, watch football, do all this stuff. He's going to be, you know, in, in panties on a dating, on a dating website and then murder his family with a shotgun. Like, come on, let's be fair. <laughs> At the end of the day, you, nobody does anything. There's a oh, karmic value to life. Like I, we discuss midlife. I, I have a discussion often about midlife crises where I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've already had like 30. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fine. I got through them. Yeah. They sucked. But you know, some people when they're, when they're 30, like destroy their family Yeah. and like run away yeah. and like, you know, find some sort of Latin mistress and then like, you know, end up, sh- end up dead in a gutter in New Orleans. 
but I've already done mine. I'm pretty good. Like, <laughs> like uh, I, I've had like 20. Yeah. The worst that's going to happen now is I'm going to be bummed. Yeah, that's, like, that's a max. So like, just you, you have to realize, like, I think there is a karmic value to it. And there's something to hold on to, though, is that like, you're like, yeah, so, you know, Trust Fund McGee is, is a singer songwriter slash blah, blah, blah. Well, and a fun and a fun, fun side note. Talking, uh, I got her fired, and uh, no one would work with her in the entirety of the county, basically, because she's horrible. Is this and then going back to karma. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't do anything. I was just like, no, she's terrible. So, and uh, like, there, it always does come back that if somebody really pushes the game, like if they push the game using finances, if they use clever little tricks and yeah. do all this other stuff that outclasses you, don't worry. Well, that was, but yeah, that I was hate to be petty. I mean, but, it's the same, but what. Uh, yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, and there is an aspect to that. For sure. And don't worry. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're totally right. Just don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think, I just think where everyone sees, and this is why everyone gets so mad, like when they yeah. use the analogy, like when you have privilege, you have like, you know, you're affluent and you're in a better neighborhood. Yeah. Like this is all true. You know, some people get a good hand of cards. Some people yeah. don't. You know, like it's just, it happens. And it's so broad. But like, yeah, he, uh, you know, this person grew up in a bad neighborhood, so they didn't get all the chances. What about the guy who got was born paraplegic? Yeah. No, he's never playing football. Yeah. I don't care how much you want him to play football. <laughs> he's not playing football. But that's the thing. But it's like, yeah. okay, so you automatically, if this was a finish line, yeah. if this was like you have starting NB, he's already back here. Yeah. But that's only if there's one race. Yeah. The problem is this kid is Stephen Hawking, and he took a totally different path. Like he just yeah. went the other direction. I mean, that's not real story. That'll just no. I say, you know what I'm saying? saying. Is it, and well, that's my point. Is everyone thinks? Well, let's finish it. Everyone yeah. thinks there's one race and there's one finish line. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, no. Yeah. Okay. If you want to be a cello player in the city, and your yeah. parents a tutor, and you you become math, yes, you hit the finish line. But no one else is in that race with you. You're yeah. by yourself. Like that's what it is to be an artist. You're yeah. not in the. There's no. There's no competition when it comes to art like there just isn't and i'm i'm a true believer in that there's no like i used to actually get like not mad but i just i had a hard time supporting like art battles and like like i get it like competition's fun and if you enjoy it that's great but it just it it, i don't think it breeds ambition the way people think it should like i think i think ghost racing against yourself does way more than trying to i want to be the best of this better than anyone else it's like no why don't you be the best of you and keep doing that and then you're gonna blow past everyone who thinks they're on the same race and they're not i don't know i'm going on a weird tangent but that's my point i just don't think i don't think it's one race everybody's in it i think it's just like everyone has a lane and it all shoots off in multiple directions so you can be a celloist an orchestra in the city you could be playing at a honky tonk at a blues bar you know everyone's always about that uh there's that that recent bizarre talking point about participation awards everyone talks about yeah yeah. i'm like no i like participation awards you know why (laughs) You showed up. You, showed up. you know how hard that is. I've been a, I've been a manager before. I'm like, you showed up today. That's pretty freaking good. I'm so happy you showed up. Yeah, I'm like, that's fantastic. You're what here. If he's a little. Drunk? You were you worked in restaurants. <clears throat> yeah. If someone showed up, I'm like, that's ninety percent of the battle that's right there. Ninety percent of it. You showed up. You, yeah, you're a weirdo. Yeah. You know, just tuck your shirt in. You're fine. Okay, look, there's a guy I used to watch. Um, like I was runner for a long time, like a yeah. hardcore runner, and I could still do it. Like I'm in okay shape, but I, yeah. for a while I was like 14 miles a day when wow. I quit smoking. I was wow. crazy. I was down to 160. Jeez, and if you dude. if you were looking at me, like yeah. people out there, yeah, that's I, I was thin, and uh, I was like scary thin, yeah. and um, I'm only like you know I'm, I'm a big shouldered five nine person, and I. You know, as somebody who I, I watch people all the time, like fatties try and run. Right? That's so mean. You're fat shaming now, dude. I fat shame. I'm just joking. I know oh, morbidly obese, but they're out. But they're okay. out running. Mm-hmm. 
Good on you. I think so. Good on you. Absolutely. And that's but that's that's the opposite of fat shaming, by the way. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm saying good on you though. I, <laughs> the funny thing is, you say really nice things, but your tone makes it sound like you're really crapping on people. I I, I like I know. <laughs> How is that possible? I'm not sure. It's a rare trait that's won me no. Not, no like, <laughs> he is insulting. Well, that was very nice to say. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, I can get did by you, that. Did he just compliment me? I was me? like, is he about to say that word? Oh, oh no, that was really nice. <laughs> thanks good for job. that. Thanks for that compliment, douche. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's but that's really like you, you see people do like there's that kid or the person who's like you know into computer programming they're on the run yeah. you're like dude you got this I think I think but see that's the weird thing about yeah. thinking there's like this weird step of this is how you're better at what you do than this is how you're better I understand like if you're it's hard for me it's hard art like yeah. hard for to, to match art because art is so well, can, can, so. Yeah. There's so many facets, the different kinds of different, and even if you're like, well, this one doesn't exist. Well, it kind of does now because you just thought well, of can it. I, you can know? I say something that's going to sound controversial? Sure. It's uh, going to, it's going to be intense. Oh, all right. Capitalism and art don't, don't work together. I think they do. I We've had this conversation. I don't think they do. Yeah. You kind of have to, because it has to, I think it's totally fine. I think, I think it has to be done well though. Um, yeah, that's not, we can it's, go not deep. A, it's not a tenant of capitalism is doing something well. Let's be <laughs> honest. That what I'm saying is, is like, unfortunately, and I'm not arguing, uh, by the way, I'm an ethical capitalist. I don't, I'm not arguing for, I'm just saying that it's quite difficult in a world so where did you, you say ethical capitalist? Yes. Okay. I think that's where I might be. Yeah. Well, it's more like the idea, like, um, you know, they do, uh, uh I was going to say there's a, there's a form of corporate, uh, status. They actually put, they actually brought out recently in tax code. It's basically like, um, you're a, uh, it's like an ethical ethical, ethical corporation. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it exactly. Yeah. But one of the things is that every everything that you do, you can make money. Everyone can make money. Yeah, but absolutely. everything has to be to the betterment of society. There can be no negatives to it. It's a uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's a, I can't remember the name of it exactly. But I like that idea of like, listen, you know, we can all make money. I don't care yeah. what you do, make a ton of money, whatever. But Just, at the at, but currently, you the, can't do it at the fault of somebody or at the abuse of at somebody the abuse else. of someone else. Yeah. Well, that's not how we work right now. I don't know if that's how we. I don't. I don't know enough. Yeah. But I can. Uh, I can definitely tell you that capitalism. Oh, here, I'll. I'll give you my I'm, argument. I'm, I'll not, give you my I'm argument. not arguing. By the way, once again, I'm not arguing capitalism's bad. I'm saying that the two don't work. My only real point being is that Soviet art was actually the art. Art flourished under Soviet. But the, the people didn't. <laughs> so that's I can of, live with that though. Okay. <laughs> but the art was so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's my art, and this is why I say because I think, and I might sound like I'm going to try to avoid sounding struggle like any kind of person uh, anywhere. Anybody's like, yeah. oh, nailed David. I know exactly his mentality. But my thing is, when you have, I like, I like mm-hmm. capitalism. I kind of like the free market because yeah. I think it 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 shines on art. Here's I'll use a, I'll use two examples. Like when um, I want to use Star Wars. Go for it. I want you to start. Oh, there's two. I want you to start with. I don't care how awesome you think you're corporate and you're like, well, this is what the people want. They want this and they want this and they want the Michael Bay explosions and then they want, mm-hmm. and then it comes, oh, cats. Friggin' perfect. Okay. Perfect example of capitalism. Mm-hmm. You're Hollywood. Like, this is what they want. Cats been on Broadway forever. We'll just CGI stuff. Mm-hmm. We won't even finish. We'll put it out there oh, and they're going to eat it up. Time, and then two seconds. Benefit corporations, what they called. 
What? It's called the Benefit Corporation. And I just remembered. I don't know what, what you're talking what about. What I was talking about, the corporation oh. that works for the benefit of others. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Corporation. Yeah, my bad. Oh, my point was it's art. Yeah. And you can't always fool people. Like, so you can put this garbage movie out there, and the only people going to see it is to see how horrible it is. You didn't win. Like, they are so, they lost so much money on the movie cats. Like, so much. And they thought they were like, we're going to get so much money. We're going to, these are all their logistics and statistics say this is the time to release it. And this is, we'll follow this. And, and Jim, did you get those those charts for me so we know exactly how to do this? Well, people say they love they love CGI cats and the, make the eyes bigger, make them cuter, and it literally failed because you can't. The free market, uh, when it comes to art, is perfectly aligned, especially with the internet now. I'm gonna I can I can dissuade this with, with, with two okay. proper nouns. Okay, Michael Bay. <laughs> but see, I liked Transformers. I, I think he did. That's a, he I'm did. not. I'm not. It's just in general. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. His are, thing was like homeless veterans. How many explosions there we are got? Homeless <laughs> veterans on the street, and Michael Bay has a mansion. <laughs> think about that, America. Think about that before you ascribe <laughs> to capitalist ideas. <laughs> but my point is. Oh, and so here's another one, and this is where I think, and I, I know I'm still confused because I'm not super into the art world. Yeah. But that the art, the art basil, the one they do in Miami, the big one, and that big controversy where the guy duct taped a banana into a wall, yeah, yeah, and it sold for like uh, outrageous amount of money. Um, most of the artists I know, it was it's tricky because there's multiple yeah. layers here because he did it, it did sell, but he also did to show that people will buy. Like it was an ins- it was almost kind of a backhanded tongue in cheek. Piece? Was an art piece in, in its in its irony. I doubt, that's kind of the point. So it's like this weird multi layered. But most of the artists I know are like most of the artists are struggling we're like this makes me so mad and i was like he's actually yes and i think the artist meant to do that make you mad but also expose like the ridiculous and no one's going whoever bought that bought it to be the person who bought you know what i'm saying no one bought that for art if you have a million bucks and i see a banana in the wall it's like hey hey bren how dumb and a ridiculous and anarchist would it be to spend this much money on that? And you'd be like, dude, that's straight up Joker. But, but, like, what, bought. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's such an ironic. But, but Apple, but Apple does this all the time. They release new iPhones every fucking three months. Okay, I don't it, get that. Well, and they're like, you get an extra pixel. Like, no one's and, eye can. But that everyone buys it. I know. I don't get it. So, I don't know, so, man. So I don't. And they're not. We're not going. We're not buying it as for irony. Know. Okay, so this is the only. The free market's the only thing that throws. Apple is the only thing because then they're yeah. they're like. We're going to charge you how much? Oh, my God. It's the new one? Yeah. And we're taking your headphone jack away. And you're like, yes, this is great. Yeah, more, more things, things I, more I, things to charge. I know. It's like everyone was like, yes, this is perfect. Well, I can't say that because everyone I know was like, this is so dumb. Like, where'd my headphone jack go? Yeah. Um, I know I was upset. Um, but, oh, that was the other thing. They you quit so selling. <laughs> I was like, so mad. Stupid Apple. <laughs> like, that really bummed me out. And now I got like 50 pairs of headphones that I can't ever use. I can use them on my iPad because it's yeah. old. But anyway, I think free market works for the most part. If I'm just making if a education, point. I know, if education <laughs> is somewhere in between. I think I'm, I'm spiking on this a lot. Um, whoops. So if education sorry. is somewhere in between, which is not exactly a free market <laughs> thing. I think it helps. It just as long as you know you're not, as Guys, long as you're not a bunch of idiots, the free market should work. I think. My point is, is it's, it's we're living. It's it's hard. It really is just going to be hard. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, gonna you're going to be broke as hell. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, you're just broke as hell. Unless you hit lucky. I think there's a yeah. lot of luck, and I think there's a lot of persistence and keep trying. Like, and, look at us. Yeah. I'm here doing a podcast. I could have just not done this. And if you want, if you want to think about. Sorry, my no, microphone fine. keeps falling over now. I'm moving it. Yeah, um, you can adjust it or whatever. I'm being Don't stupid. Um, and the thing is, is though, like, imagine if you were born rich, 
would you be a good artist then? Well, that was the, yeah, I, but that, but we've had this conversation. Yeah. I've actually told you, like, I play this weird game in my head. Like I want to write a really, like say I'm a writer. I want to write, mm-hmm. I want to write the next great American novel. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm poor. I'm struggling. I got all these great ideas. And I'm like, well, just for kicks, let me buy a little ticket. Boom. Millionaire. You automatically disqualify to write the next great American yeah. novel because you will always be like, even if you did it, say you did it and you're like all my, but these are all experiences from when I'm poor. But like, yeah. yeah, but you just bought your publishing company to push it and then bought yeah. so many copies that it's on New York because Times bestseller. Because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? To yeah. guarantee that you made it the no, next grade. I, I always think about that. Like if I was if I was suddenly rich, like you know they had they had like the five hundred million dollar like yeah. prize. If I won that and got five hundred million dollars. I, I'm like I'm like you know I do a lot of good with it. No, I'd be a mad eccentric with a top hat and butlers in a bathrobe having orgies. Let's I'd be buy that, and I'd yeah. buy that, and I'd buy. I'd that. be like an F. Scott Fitzgerald, like like you know, you just travel to Pennsylvania yeah. Avenue, some city, just to buy it. You yeah. know, like I am the monopoly. I'm man. going to buy this theater and fill it, fill it with prostitutes. <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm a crazy person. I don't, I don't think know. you would. I don't think you would. You don't know me. I know. Maybe I don't. <laughs> no, um, I but you do. But my point would be like yeah. I would automatically even. If me personally, maybe not everybody, but as an artist or if I was writing a book, which I would love to write a book, the, yeah. w- as soon as I won the lotto, I probably wouldn't be super upset, but I'd automatically say, I'll never be able to be, I'll never be able to write that great American novel because now I'm a millionaire and whatever. It just would automatically feel like I was disqualified. And I don't know why, because probably I would. I'd be like, I, I made that's this that, book. I think this book's great. I think that's great. that ingrained societal, like, shame, like uh, Maybe suffering Maybe that's the suffering. Um, because I, I, always think, I always think about that. Like, okay, literally, I, I was joking before. I, you yeah, know, I know. I, I know. think that, like, you know, if I won that, the first thing I'd do is, is just um, hire someone to clean my house. Yeah. Forever. Like, for, in, in forever. Indefinitely. Like, <laughs> indefinitely. Just, like, just in, in, in uh, what's it? We say for, uh, in per- perpetual. Per- perpetually? No, I'm an idiot. Just, just yeah, that's fine. Anyways, um, I would hire someone to clean my house. I would have someone take care of all my finances. Mm-hmm. Just hire the right people to do it, and then just do nothing. Whatever you want, or nothing. Nothing. Okay. And then, if I want to do art, or if I want to do, do something else, I have like I don't have to clean my house. I don't have to do anything like that. Yeah, I guess that's true. It kind of get rid of all the other distractions. The distractions. But yeah. other thing, do the distractions help with your art? You might be like, now I can just do art, and now your art is garbage. Like I think yeah. of that that uh, Why Sue guy, the guy who made the the movie The Room. Yeah, yeah, he had like all this money. No one knew where he got this money from, and it was the worst movie. And I think it's because he has. Oh, this is gonna sound bad. He just didn't have any talent. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> and it happens. But he was able to make a movie. I guarantee there had to been so many film people out there like, are you kidding me? I've got like all these scripts and I'm still working well, at this when Applebee's. I really, when you know? I really liked bartending, I was like, you know, I could, I actually could run a bar. Yeah. Like, I, on paper, if I you had the money. But then the people who are, who are opening them are a bunch of yeah. dipshits. I watch them on Kitchen Nightmares all the time. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, like I, it was, I've just, just pursued my passion. And I'm like, I have passion, but I put the work in. Yeah. God damn. Like, what? <laughs> It's a, it's, it's a clusterfuck. Uh, I think it's a. Yeah. I think that. But here's the thing: that yeah. struggle that you're talking about just now, the struggle of dealing with that, that helps with your art form. So all of the bad is always can be used for good. It's still, just coming back to a karmic argument, isn't it? It's basically, <laughs> just like it's, it's yeah. just well, it's all we're gonna be. Well, um, man, I enjoyed I enjoyed sitting down with you and chatting, and uh, I think it's a great podcast. Um, yeah. We definitely, I think we got to some, actually probably went a little deeper than I was expecting. Yeah, but I'm cool with that, and we'll we'll definitely have to do it again. Um, 
But, I'll, oh, and we got a project coming up. Yep. I'll go and mention this now on this podcast. Hopefully it comes through. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But Well, we'll give it a shot. I'm going to talk. We're, let's, let's give a little spout to it because it's not up yet. It's a project we've been thinking about doing together. Yeah. It's, uh, it's called Misanthrope. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a brainchild of, of our combined. We have a, a unique way of thinking. And yeah, so we wanted very to much so. put it towards something that uh, uh, discusses, I don't know, how, how, would you, how would you describe this? I thought, the more I thought about, oh, so let's just go on, Misanthrope, yeah. our plan is to be a podcast, mm-hmm. and start a, a podcast where me and you maybe have guests. We actually, we've talked about topics, we've talked about things, ideas for it, um, but nothing, and I'm, I actually am okay with not putting anything into hardcore stone, because we kind of want to yeah, get a feel for it. Yeah. Um, and so, but it's a podcast, and I would put it as um, just a personality podcast, because we're a little bit, me and mm-hmm. you, we do weird thing like open up gallery i don't have any you know like we yeah. I, open I take up an ice machine cleaning company exactly we take bored. we take yeah. we take odd risks so we take here's oh just if it's a personality yeah. podcast me and you talking back and forth we have a lot of experience we've lived long lives uh, most that i people i know like are, we have a, some weird stories like crazy off the wall stuff that yeah. i've done personally and you've done not like crazy well maybe you had some no crazy i'm a 90 year old man in a 30 year old body yeah yeah, yeah. and so that's kind of how it feels but one of the things i like our personalities is uh we take risks um yeah. oddly ones that would crush other people but the simplest tasks that other people do well yeah. just crushes us and so yeah. i well, at least that's how i personally feel sometimes it's just like how come i can't do this thing that everyone seems to do and then i'm on the vice versa where people are looking at me like i could never do that and i'm like yeah. oh it's easy you know so um you i know, think that will be hopefully it'll help people listen yeah and it's an exploration of of of, of people who just think differently yeah, it's, it's meant it's it. meant to be relatable um and if funny it can be and funny i, I think mean, it'll be funny we can be funny we can be stupid you know as you've heard multiple times yeah. Uh, today, but it's it's one of those things that um, is, is meant to mostly just uh, speak to the speak to the, yeah. speak to people who who would you know who think like us yeah yeah and struggle with the things that we struggle like yeah. if uh, it'll be really funny and it'll be great for you to like listen on your way to work because I'm super self deprecating and so mm-hmm. you're like it's you know eight in the morning and uh, I hate my job but. This guy, man, I don't know. At least it's not that bad. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's not that bad. Yeah, it's going to be fun and Um, hopefully inspirational. Maybe get people who do things that are easy for you to do, like make phone calls and pay bills. Um, Take those things and be like, well, I can never do this, but you can. We're actually doing. We struggle with the easy stuff. We're not doing anything hard. Yeah, I can't. (laughs) I I haven't answered a phone call in ten years. So, like, just understand that. I called you. No, I'm just joking. I haven't answered a phone call in ten years, and I own six businesses. So, like, that that I don't bother with. So, like, still operating. You're not even there. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. Um, anyway, thanks uh, for listening. And uh, I guess check it out. Uh, I'm going to be trying to do stuff with Full Care. Get the social media back up. Mm-hmm. Still trying to find somebody to... Oh, we were going to have a conversation. Just kind of bounce some ideas. Um, but I still don't know what to do with Full Care at this point in time. Um, I do have some more podcasts scheduled. Mm-hmm. So right now, podcast, maybe educational podcast. I still want to keep the social media going, but I'm just really bad at it. So I'm going to try to this find... Be a this, this, is our, this is our bane. The bane yeah. of our existence, yeah. to be honest. So, and when I was just talking about like easy yeah. stuff, like people were like, I posted nine selfies today. I don't even like to take a picture of that myself. That gives me horrifying and anxiety. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, and I don't like posting things online very often. I'm just not very much an influencer at all. Mm-hmm. And so I got to find somebody who can take um, the reins on that. And just we'll see what happens with Book Care through the summer. But I definitely want to keep doing the podcast. Um, I think you should. Yeah. I think I should. And most people are like, hey, I enjoyed them. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, just keep doing them. It's easy. It's fun. Yeah. Um, and plus, there's tons of other. There's like, I have a list of interesting people I want to sit down and talk to um, that have accomplished mm-hmm. cool stuff and done cool things and think cool, like just think cool ideas. And I was like, that would be fun. So yeah. hopefully I get to do that. But anyway, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, stay tuned. Right. Latest. Bye, guys.